Hello, and welcome to Be Intentional, the podcast that talks about marketing, mindset, and what it takes to be an impactful entrepreneur. Hello, Josh. Thank you so much for having me here today, and I'm looking forward to our great conversation. As always, your podcast is so entertaining and engaging, so thank you again so much. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Now, you have so much, so much information, so much to share, and so I would love to just get right into it. And if you can tell us a little bit about your story and how you got started and uh, and kind of some of the pivots that you've had to go along the way to be in this amazing field. Okay, great. Well, first I should say I'm Kate Rastak and I'm a Canadian mental health advocate. And I have been doing this for over a decade, but mostly pivoted for motivational speaking during COVID. Now I was doing it with youth uh, in the school system prior to that. But however, I felt that my story needed to be heard uh, on a more global perspective uh, and many platforms. And I can honestly say I've been on a lot of different platforms during COVID and it's been beneficial all because I started speaking my truth and getting my messaging out there. And believe it or not, I actually published two international bestselling books just last year too. And uh, that has brought me into many golden opportunities with including with the legendary Les Brown. And that's really helped me, I guess, tailor my message more for the audiences that need to feel that they have a voice too, as Les Brown says, step into your greatness because you are great. And, you know, when you fall down, make sure you fall down and uh, know that you can look up because you can definitely get up. And I'm here to say that it took me to honestly go through my own journey, which I talk about in my first book about how I fell down on my knees as a result of a tree landing on my home and then on me, which I call the perfect storm. So your life can be that perfect storm, or it can be a series of different events that brings you to a turning point, like Tony Robbins just said this week, that what is it that challenges you? What breakthrough did you take or trust yourself to go through it to get to the other side? And that's what I'm here to say for your listeners, that trust your instincts and really lean into the possibilities that can open up and get out of your comfort zone. And that's really what I've done. And to even meet you here, uh, I just tested myself to say, can I reach out and uh, be able to connect with people on different platforms to say that I have my mess was somebody else's medicine, or my message is somebody else's medicine, however you want to interpret it is totally up to you. So with your listeners, I want them to understand that my background not only is in mental health uh, advocacy, but it's also in energy healing, it's in neuro-linguistic programming, it's in a lot of modalities that help people get through their troubles, their crises, and I'm a crisis intervention worker as well. But my main message and mission in life is to save a billion lives from the stigma of mental health, but to end suicide, because I'm seeing too much, especially now, youth, and youth are our future. So we need to be able to lean in and help them find their gifts, find their talents, and step into their greatness, as Les Brown says. But also, for me, it was lean into who I really am. Because when you're going through life, you just kind of go through the motions. But when you're in full perspective of taking the silence that 
unfortunately, COVID has brought a lot of people in isolation, you can really look yourself in the mirror and say, who's showing up today? And that's what I said to myself, why am I not using my voice more to help speak to the masses? Because my message is powerful. And I'm here because I'm an orphan. And I rose up from being an orphan at a very young age to having lost my entire family. And my messaging is around helping people reach forgiveness for those that hurt you, but it's more so for yourself. And I hope as we keep talking that people will lean into that possibility that maybe they might be stuck in venturing in a business that they've been wanting to do, but just not feeling confident to do to even if there's something holding them back in their relationship from fully getting what they want out of their relationship. There's a reason for that. There's steps that can be taken to get you out of that murkiness to see your light and to embrace it like I did. And to say, okay, there's much more here, even though my circumstances dictated to me different emotions that I had to go through, I chose not to give weight to it as much as uh, Anthony Robbins, Tony Robbins, however you want to call him, he said that life happens for you. And that's truly what I can honestly say here, being an orphan actually was my catalyst to helping me give back. And that's what I'm here for today is also to help give back people the freedom that finding forgiveness has done for me and hopefully they can reach as well with my message. I I love that so much and I completely agree. When I was young, same thing. Uh, My parents went through a really bad divorce and they forgot about me because they weren't talking to each other and so I came home one day from school and I was just homeless. It was home. It took me about eight months to find my my mom. And then there were some issues there. So I ended up staying out on my own indefinitely after that. And so those issues, those like you said, right, forgiveness and the abandonment issues and different types of things that you have to work through. Um, but life keeps going, right? Uh, just because sometimes we have we have stuff going on, life doesn't doesn't stop. And so I would love if you would could give a, a few tips, your experience in pivoting that way when when sometimes it feels like life is is hitting you hard and like you said you went through some some big things i mean a a whole tree falling down that's that's the huge thing and then having to find your voice and then pivoting to start a business that's a lot of stuff to handle at one time and and one thank you for sharing your story because that's amazing Uh, depression suicide uh, as my audience knows i i talk about that a little bit because i've gone through that and have ptsd and i've had to deal with the suicide and the depression and all those fun things and covid check up on your friends because covid and isolation sometimes it's hard to tell people don't tell you things to reach out but if you could share some things Yes, definitely. And that's the thing that I was even just talking to my roommate about that when you go through depression, anxiety, PTSD, to even concussions, you look normal. And this is the thing why I want to lift the stigma off of mental health is because we hide a lot behind masks, our our facial expressions, like look at Robin Williams, you know, like there's so much great examples, Kate Spade, Canada, with the purse uh, company, you know, there's so many people that don't feel they're worthy of love. And even as uh, Tony Robbins said today is that they're at that breaking point that they really honestly don't feel that life is worth living. And they're at that bridge saying, okay, is it really worth me staying here or to lessen the pain, I might as well go. And that's what I'm here to say, I had many opportunities, I could have chose that as well. Sure, I had one really dark period where I it was around Christmas time years ago, when I was young in my 20s, 
that I did, you know, say like it was a boyfriend who dumped me. And I like that was my roughest time because I lost all my family between September and uh, March. Like in those months, these are like not only because there's seasonal affectiveness disorder, but those are the anniversary dates of when I've lost my family or they were well, they were all killed and my last brother was murdered. And I had to say to myself, I could choose to make those circumstances dictate who I was or choose to say, no, they are making me become even better in life because it's define. It's not going to define me, but it refines my life because I can help people lean in to their possibilities that are limitless. And that's what I finally did. And I found a publisher to write my stories with through a friend of mine, because it's all because I started a free group on Facebook because I want a community. I didn't like this whole COVID thing of being closed in. And because the, the tree happened for me now, but it happened to me at the time, just before COVID, believe it or not, I just moved into this home. My previous home had a fire. It just, I had compounded issues, like one thing after another. And even a family member uh, tried to attempt suicide as well. So that's what made me, all these events made me become the catalyst to help others prevent them from going there. Because it's all about how you focus your energy is where your energy will flow. So if I stayed stuck in my emotions and depression and suicidal thoughts, which I wasn't really in this time, because I said, no, my life is worth it. Even though all my family is gone, I had to take back my power and say, I'm here for a purpose still. My life is worth something. And it's turned out it's worth more because I want to save a billion lives. Because if my life is still here, it's a living testament that I can let go of the bondage of what was holding me back in uh, grief that I was holding on to. And I can honestly say that by doing my work and showing up for myself, that I was able to um, let go of feeling stuck, but I felt freedom once I did. But I used the catalyst of my voice to help other people in my private groups that I was hosting on Facebook. It took me coming across Roger Love, who trains the artists uh, that are out there in movies, and even Tony Robbins, he trained him uh, with his voice to get more powerful with motivational speaking. I followed him for two years. And that made me say, okay, I can embrace my voice now when I didn't have a voice after the tree hit me. But you can get knocked down in life. This is what I really want your listeners to know, that you can get knocked down, but it's how you get yourself back up and realize that even Jim Quick put on his Instagram thread not long ago that a little girl was climbing up on a, a platform and she kept falling and kept falling. But it's how you get back up and the steps that you take to get back up is what really resonates with people. And even like Tony Robbins went through a very poor upbringing as well, but he didn't make that define him or stop him from giving back. And that's what I'm here to say. It's all about what you do with your message to help be the catalyst for change. And that's why I went into a business now of entrepreneurship instead of just working for the government in organization of education to help bring the brightness out of our youth and our children because they are our future. I decided to help people that might have gone through similar stuff as myself, not only, you know, a broken relationship that we realized that we fell apart because we weren't on the same mission, the same path, the different you, you change. I was married for 21 years and I had to pivot my personal life because of that. So everything 
happens for you. Again, I did go through my little dip and say, what else can go wrong, especially after a tree on a brand new house. But that being said, human things happen to everybody all the time, but nature also (laughs) can give us messages. So this tree became the symbol of how I've chosen to rise up. As the yogi says, when the student is ready, the teacher will present itself. Well, that tree presented as my gift. Then I said, okay, I'm going to harness that gift and say, what else can I lean into? What else can I choose to give as an opportunity for me as opposed to negating the fact that, yeah, indeed, I was an orphan. And I had nobody to call that day to help me take me to the hospital. I had to eventually put it on Facebook. And my best friend came by and picked me up and took me there because I couldn't even call because my phone had smashed. It was in my ear when the phone, uh, when the tree came down on me. And yeah, so I went with my resources as much as I possibly could to pull in what I needed. And I'm here to say, no one here is without resources because you are more resourceful and more stronger than you give yourself credit because you have a message that the world needs too. And like Les Brown said, that if he stopped himself, he would not have a successful career to this day of speaking because someone told him because he was developmentally delayed that he was not going to be a professional speaker. He said, no, I've got to start somewhere. And the only way I'm going to do that is if I find my greatness and I lean into it and I speak from that place. And that's what I'm here to say to all of you. I'm a thriving survivor. I'm not a victim. I have chosen to reclaim my truth, reclaim my voice, but because I've also got training in mental health, Reiki master, shaman, uh, neuro-linguistic programming, EMDR, CBT, like I have a lot of different tools in my toolbox. And also I'm a grief therapist because I've walked it. So when you want to find somebody that's going to support you along your journey, they have to be able to relate to you. And I feel that that's why I'm such a catalyst to helping people change their life because they see by my example that it can be done. And until you hear that, you don't really believe it because you're in that gloominess of depression saying like, oh my God, like what else can go wrong? Well, if you stay there too long, it's not healthy. It's not conducive to where you could go. And like, look at yourself, Josh, you could have, you know, not have went on to have family and and beautiful children like myself. And to me, that's our legacy. We're all about living our legacy. And that's why pivoting into my business became my passion because that's going to be the legacy that my children are going to remember. And so is the whole world, not only because I was with the legendary Les Brown when I published my last book just uh, in December, but I became what I needed to to help others. Does that help? Yes, definitely. And so one of the things that I'm curious about is you wrote two amazing books. I mean, international bestsellers. What made you pivot from that to going into motivational speaking or were you already doing motivational speaking, talking about the tools? And, you know, I know a lot of entrepreneurs, they're like, I I have a message. I I have something of value that I want to bring. And they're just not sure how, you know, there's a lot of people who talk about courses and memberships and then starting businesses, finding something. And you were writing is not easy. I I, I wrote (laughs) a book as well. And so I know it's not it's not easy to do pivoting from that to going to motivational speaking. How did you navigate that path? And what made you choose to go down to start a, a speaking business rather than courses or a, a one on one or coaching or something like that? 
Well, why I originally went into motivational speaking is that I saw the impact was more there virtually. And when I started connecting with my publisher, I realized like she's a 17 time international bestselling author. And I just knew that I wanted that same success. So when you find a mentor, when you believe in yourself enough to follow or to bring in coaches into your own life to heal, which I have, I've even had a therapist over the years, you know, I've done my work and then some I'm not here to say that I'm the only expert out there in my field. But I must say that because I walk my talk, I practice forgiveness every single day. In fact, I share with your audience later the acronym that I created on forgiveness. But I'm here to say that I pivoted into business to now do coaching. I'm working on possibly doing some training. I have um, courses that now I have to make digitalized uh, to provide for other people and how I've gotten where I am today, because I believe people are thirsty for it. They're wanting that knowledge. But to me, I wanted the speaking first, because it helped get the message out there to the masses, because I want to save su- like people from committing suicide. That's my driving force because I know when I was at that point that of no return, I was like, no, I, I have to surrender. And that's when I leaned into what felt uncomfortable. And motivational speaking is not a comfortable place to be. But I challenged myself because that day when that tree fell on my my head, I lost my voice. I went internal and I said, okay, I'm not going to speak again because look at every time I do, something happens. But if I stayed in that belief system, I would keep drawing negative things to me. So I decided instead, because I kept watching everybody else be successful. And this is the year after I became certified with Tony Robbins, uh, UPW, that made me say that this is the coaching industry business that is really excelling right now because people are so feeling lost and disconnected from society, let alone socialization. So having us reach out to each other and pull in the resources for ourselves, like I created a community of other coaches is what I did for youth, specifically for youth, because they're my passion. And I've always been working with them. And also that's the time when I lost my family, I was only 13. So I believe I can create that gap, fill the gap like Wayne Dyer talks about and be that voice to lean in for those that can't get their voice until they can. So you always need a mentor, a catalyst, something that pushes you in the right direction. And that's what really truly it did. Not only because I was speaking in engagements with youth prior, but now because it's so easy virtually to be on many more platforms, it just seemed natural to lean into it and to allow, I I know I keep saying lean into it because I use the acronym lean in because when you love yourself enough, you earn that respect from other people because they accept you from where you're naturally gifted. And that's what I take as the acronym lean into because if you allow yourself to hone your gifts, talents and abilities, they just flourish from there on out. And that's how people choose their careers to begin with is they find their ability to excel in one area or another, like yourself being in digital marketing, that's your, you know, bread and butter, but it's also a a gift, but it's also a talent. So when you 
have all these abilities in your backpack, we'll just say invisible backpack that you can pull on, why not capitalize on it? And that's what people are doing now. And I said, wow, that's a golden opportunity to do that. But yet I can be saving lives and lives to me are priceless. So no matter the price that you put out there in coaching, you're going to get that back in the transformational stories that you get. So I don't charge a lot for my services because I look at the value of what we both can bring to the table and we work together for that transformation. I just hold the sacred space and that's why I call my business Sacred Roots Coaching. And uh, yeah, and my books now, I'm also working on two other books, one with Tony Robbins and another one on the power of forgiveness. So I'm here to say that once you get the bug of writing, yes, it took me a little bit to actually what I did is I spoke into the Otter app my publisher recommended that. And I actually just told some of my teen students to try that as well until they can get the flow of the writing because the Otter app dictates word for word what you're saying and it transcribes it and then you can send it to your email and then upload it. And it it was such an easy tool. Like there's so many technology as you're probably aware of being in digital marketing that you can use and it's becoming resourceful and finding them. And when you just trust the universe, but meditate to allow yourself to manifest, that's where just doors opened effortlessly. It's all because though, I forgave myself for being so hard on myself and expecting more for myself or worrying about what other people think. Then when I stopped all that story, when I didn't, you know, perpetuate, you know, oh, no, I can't do that. Or that's just too far fetched. I just said, no, I'm going to harness it just like Les Brown did. No, I'm going to prove to the world that I can make something out of myself and look at everybody just loves him. So and I listen to him every single day for that motivation, because you really want to challenge yourself to get out of that comfort zone and say, I'm worth it. You are the gift. And that's another acronym I want to share with your audience that as a gift, you're giving yourself that genuine, gentle compassion for you to follow your intuition and choose to lean in to forgive, but find the freedom of that forgiveness and trust yourself. Be that truth of what your story is can be somebody else's medicine. Does that help? Wow. Great. <laughs> so uh, t- let's talk a little bit about the forgive, because I know that the acronym, mm-hmm. you mentioned the, the acronym. And so I know that, that that's right. Uh, closed loop. So <laughs> yes. let's. Um... Yeah, the uh, forgive acronym is uh, my go to. And I even have it on my Instagram because people really resonate with it because it's practical. So the F I haven't been going through each of them for the other ones. Like I have one for gift. I Because what happens, Jim Quick, okay, is, and I'm sure a lot of your listeners know of Jim Quick, how the brain heals is in chunks. So this is how I learned to heal my brain from the trauma of compound concussions. It wasn't just the tree that I had. Prior to that, I had other compound concussions. But that's what I associated in order to remember things and to make them come alive. And motivational speakers do the same thing. They create quotes, they create acronyms, they create visuals for you if stories, and they retell those stories. And that's what people remember. It's how you make them feel at the end of what you speak, like Maya Angelou says. But I realized I was shrinking and playing small as a child, and now I want to play big. So the F was finding that freedom. How was I going to do that? How was I going to be that 
gift to the world if I leaned in and forgave myself and stopped being so hard on myself and judging myself and being critical, then I won't attract that energy to me. Because again, where your focus goes, there your energy will flow afterwards as well. So then the O is that I chose consciously. Because subconsciously, 90% of your behaviors are manipulated by your internal dialogue from your past. So when I chose to recognize what those patterns were and open my heart to lean into that self-compassion and forgiveness, I was able to release that unforgiveness, but also receive the gift of other people as they are in forgive. And then the G in forgive is all about giving back to myself first. Because when I fell with that tree on that fateful day, I realized there was no one there to help me, but I, my cup was empty. And when you're serving and giving to everybody else, like I was, I worked four jobs and in the industry of also helping people in the profession of mental health, you need to fill up your own cup to heal too, because you can take in and take in, but you need to empty out too. So I realized I had to open my heart to lean in, to forgive myself for not putting myself a priority and coming up empty. And that's why that happened because my energy was depleted. So my roots from underneath me were easily uprooted when I went through a crisis situation, such as the storm of that tree. And then the I in forgive is that I chose intuitively to listen to my intuition, to guide me to the resources, to the people like yourself, to Les Brown, to my publisher, to other businesses, other coaches, other resources to help me get equipped to be where I am today. And I'm still continuously learning. I'm always shedding belief systems that come up like imposter syndrome when my first book launched. So it's leaning in and listening to that quiet stillness in inside of you that is your guide and trust it. Like I can only encourage you to trust it because it never steers you wrong. And then the V in forgive is to see the value in yourself. What you can give to the world is a gift to yourself first because you are showing up as love. That's what you came here to be. Like look at both you and I being orphans and you know I went through a few homes and so forth but I didn't let that define me because the people that took me in or helped me wasn't who I was. They just kind of steered my path, but it was up to me to really take back my power and say, okay, I'm going to own my story and heal it to the core. So I can then bring that message and change that belief system and really own the positive energy that comes with that when you you dismantle the emotions of anger, sadness, guilt, shame and fear then really, what what are you left with is true love. And then that is where by doing that, I was able to empathize, which is the E in forgive, I empathized with myself first and foremost, that yeah, Kate, that little child within you was abandoned, it was betrayed, it was rejected, it wasn't uh, trusting anyone in this world. So who was the one responsible to gain back all that trust and that love and that self nurture and self care was myself. So I turned inward and I said, okay, what do I need to heal here? So I gave myself empathy. Like as a counselor, I can give or a mental health advocate, I can give. But as a grief therapist, I was also being able to sit there and hold that presence for other people and empathize with them because I'd been there and gone through all the journey to heal. But more so I can lean in when I can empathize for myself first. So you have to be the example of the change you want to see in the world that Gandhi says. And that's what I'm here to say. Be that change because the world needs you. 
You are important, but most of all, you are the gift. And the gift is for the G is that you are greatness. You are gratitude first and foremost, because thank God you are here because like, look at for you, Josh, you to be here and for me to be able to help your listeners, maybe get something from this message. And the I is that I was able to go within my own intuition and in my insight, I came out flourishing because people I've saved lives literally on clubhouse. I have saved so many lives. One gentleman had a knife through his hand and even on an app like that, you can feel people and you can empathize with them. And he was so grateful. So follow that intuition and be that forgiveness for yourself as the gift that you are. Don't be afraid to choose to talk about your pain, but look out to ask for help. And that's what even when Les Brown heard my story, he could not believe he says, Kate, you learned not to carry on the legacy of somebody else hurt people choose to hurt people, but you can consciously make the choice not to hurt people and forgive. So I'm here to say I'm a living example and a testament to you that when you forgive, it's not for the other person, it's first and foremost for you, because then it sets your path free and you become the entrepreneur, you become the motivational speaker, the author, and every other thing that I have underneath my name or behind my name. I'm not, you know, the the only expert out there, but I just know I walk my talk because my story speaks for it. And all my family can attest, well, my children and their father can attest that I've done my work and I keep doing my work and I'm authentic, transparent, and I'm here to help. If my message resonates with any of your listeners and they want to know the steps that I, I took to get there, my books do give step-by-step how I became where I am. And uh, they're available on Amazon. And you can also go to my website, www.sacredrootscoaching.com and uh, get them there as well through Amazon. And all the proceeds go towards, and this is what's really my motivation, for a school to be built in Cambodia for underprivileged children that actually learn outside as opposed to under a structure. So it's all about giving back. It's, yeah, that's where my passion and purpose is. So thank you. Great. And you mentioned your website. What else, where else can they find you at your social media handles? Also on my Instagram is for sacred underscore roots and also on LinkedIn and uh, sorry, uh, LinkedIn under Kate Brastak and even my Facebook is Kate Brastak as well. So uh, yeah, it's very easy to uh, find me there. So uh, yeah, but on my website, www.sacredrootscoaching.com is where you can find even my books. Everything is on there. So all my links too. So thank you. Great. Sorry for the and dog. Guys, we'll have all... <laughs> no worries. <laughs> And guys, um, we'll have all of those links in the show notes because I know sometimes it's hard when you're when you're trying to either driving or you're walking and trying to get all those all everything down. We'll have those links so you can just click click them. And uh, Kate, thank you so much for being with us here with us today. It was such a pleasure. Thank you for all your great insight. And guys, until next time, bye. Thank you for spending a little time with me today on Be Intentional Podcast. I would love to connect with you and hear about how you're applying today's message in your marketing, in your personal life, in your business. You can DM me at Josh Oldmost SR, that's J-O-S-H-O-L-M-O-S-S-R, or LinkedIn, Joshua Oldmost, or website, josholdmostsr.com. I would love to hear from you. I would love to connect with you. And if you feel like you would benefit the listeners and that you want to be a guest on the podcast, please feel free to reach out. I would love to hear your story and what you're doing 
to be an intentional, impactful entrepreneur.